The Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. Um, my name is Luke Tyrrell. I'm very pleased to be joined um, by my boys from across the, uh, the North Sea over in Espia. I'm joined by everyone's favourite uh, local journalist, Jan Maslinhart. Jan, Merry Christmas. It's lovely to see you. Yeah, I'd love to see you, Luke, and uh, thank you. Excellent. And, and everyone's uh, favourite former chairman of the Blue Knights fan club, Anna's Bjorin. Anna's, lovely to see you too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and uh, nice to see you too, guys. You look, both of you look fantastic in your EFP jumper. That, that's, a, that's a great point, Anders, and, and nicely start us off. You kindly sent me over one and um, you boys are, are wearing the new EFB Christmas jumpers, so we're matching. I think we should, um, Anders, you'll, you'll send me the picture that you sent earlier and we'll we're put that as the podcast header. I think that's, uh, that's going to go out there. So it's, it's lovely to see you boys again and uh, have a few beers with you. Again, obviously we can't be there in person, but... Um, this is the next best thing, so uh, well, yeah, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Obviously, we're going to talk about all things SBO, EFB. Quite uh, a significant run, should we say, boys, and, and a very good news in a sense. It's eight league wins in a row. There can be no moaning or, or mumbles and grumbles at the moment. Everyone's really happy, aren't they, Anders? Yeah, I think so. It's, um, we just talked about it before you started recording that uh, this the last eight games have been totally uh, totally different than yeah we're used to. It's a nice... It's nice to get a, a winning streak now because we are not used to that. So yeah, it's it's very nice. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot lot of optimism now, over here now, which is which is which is nice, and we we need a time like this, don't we, Jan? Yeah, especially at a time time like this where you can't go uh, and watch football on the on the stadium as we all want to, and you have to sit uh, and watching it on your telly, and um, but no, actually, um, sound on. Uh, yeah, if, if I think it's important for for EFB to to get this um, streak um, because while the the other things that we can't do anything about the Corona situation uh, that surely doesn't do anything good for for football the the eight victories in a row does make some uh, some noise on its own so yeah and. Can you remember when uh, FB last had eight wagers in a row? Uh, imagine last year where yeah we couldn't win two in a row almost. I don't know, <laughs> did we? I, I can't remember. Uh, I, that that would be testing my memory. I, I don't. I don't. No, maybe, no, no. Uh... <laughs> I don't. I don't expect you to remember, but but you do remember, Luke, that uh, it was a hard time, um, and it was hard to imagine that 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 team was gonna win eight games in a row. Certainly was, and, and I was saying to you boys just before coming to the podcast, I use a, I use a website called Soccerway to look at the results, yeah. and there was a lot of red last year, and now there's a lot of green uh, to signify victories. So, which which is nice to see. But, Jan, can I throw it back to you first? What what's been key in terms of this 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 winning streak and, and this this good form at the moment for SBA? What what's what's been the the the, the main impetus behind it? Yeah, yeah. While we because. It would be lovely to say that uh, they started playing like Barcelona Chiquitaca style, and uh, and uh, that uh, Jakob Angersen turned out to be a new Messi, but uh, that's not the story. <laughs> but but on the other on the other hand, um, Ulefo Christensen he uh, focused on building up a strong 
a base for the team. And uh, that, um, that yeah, the last time I spoke to him, he said the, the easiest way to do it is uh, building the base around uh, up on your on your de- good defensive uh, solidity solidity. And um, I think that's what characterizes this uh, half of the season. Yeah, I think Maz Kickenborg just got Player of the Month. I think it was announced yesterday. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's credit to the defensive abilities. We've also seen great mm-hmm. performances of late from, from Clinton Antwi. Um, uh, one of the best headers I've ever seen goal, scored from Kevin Conboy, which was at the away goal. Uh, absolutely fantastic header, wasn't that? Um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. So someone's going to have to remind me who that was against. Ku? Vendersal? Vendersal, maybe? Okay. No, because no, Vendersal was the, uh, the, the Rudy Austin uh, last minute winner when he, yeah. he ran towards McDonald's to celebrate, wasn't it? But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight, straight, straight for that Big Mac. He, was up, yeah. he had eyes on the prize, didn't he? Highlight Straight of the season. The... I think it was against, uh, I said, it was against Helsingar. The, okay. Conboy, okay. the Conboy header. Oh, absolutely great, great finish that was. I I, I really enjoyed that one. But guys, I, I want to ask you, and Anders, I'll come to you on this. We, we've talked about Yoni Kalko a lot on this podcast in terms of obviously we've seen him at his best. Um, last season, you know, we wondered where his form had gone to and, Seven goals now for the season. He's looking like the player of old, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is now. He's um, he's almost back where where we used where we want to have him and where we used to have him. So so it's fantastic and and it's nice to see that we also are winning the the bad games now. We we, we play we are playing better now, but but now we also got the luck to to have the to have the good results even if we're playing bad. So, but yeah, Kauko is a uh, is. It's nice to see that he have found his. Uh, his magic, uh, magic uh, <laughs> boots again. The yeah, Finnish uh, Messi is back. Yeah, yeah. the Finnish Messi. Yeah, and as I actually, I said the same to Olaf about what what you might um, call an ugly win, and uh, yeah. he he didn't like that term. He didn't he didn't <laughs> like that that he didn't like that that we call it an ugly win, and he because. Is it is it better to win as um, as Guardiola than to win as Mourinho or uh, Diego Simeone in Atletico? Is, is there any right way to win a football game? So no, no. if we if we if we talk about an ugly win, that's because we we're saying that you shouldn't win a football game in that way. Um, and I actually I, I kind of agree with Oliver in, in this in this point. Of course, I would like to see some beautiful football, but at the end of the day, it comes down to three points. Yeah, of course it does, and I, and I don't I don't mean ugly wins. Yeah, I also mean ugly wins, but also mean the bad games. You know, sometimes where when we don't have the before we have had the the what you can, I don't know what you say in English, but but when we have maybe we have played good and we just are unlucky and they will get a yeah. a lucky goal. Uh, the, the opposite team get a lucky goal in the end of the match, and then we will lose. Now we have that luck sometimes. It's, when, we had the, when we had when we had Spec as a coach, I think he said, "What what 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 you mean? That it was a perfect operation, but the patient died, and that's <laughs> yeah. what that's when yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when the team plays a beautiful game of football, creates a lot of, of chances, and ends up losing. And yeah. I agree that uh, this half season, SBR hasn't played like uh, the the most beautiful game. But no, we have yeah. played better, but we still got." We still got the log in some of the matches where where we haven't played our yeah. best, but we still ended up as winners. 
like Jan, like you said, I mean, as long as you're you're finishing the game with three points, it doesn't matter if you're playing long ball, if you're playing tick attack of football. At the end of the day, you do what you do. What you do, you set your team up to beat the opponent and, and get the result. So, if you're getting three points on 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 the on the board, which they have done eight league games in a in a in a, in a mm. row now, are joint at top of the table only off top of the table by by ball by goal difference. I think it is, isn't it? Um, it is. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah, thirty eight points. Then who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, they can play as ugly as they want to. If we just get three points, this we are we are playing for going to the Super League and. I couldn't care less that if we're playing good or bad, just we get the points and just we're going to the Super League. Yeah, of course, there's a perspective in playing better football. There's a perspective if you can see the teams are the team are evolving offensively. There's also a perspective if you can see that the defensive ability of the team isn't giving away any big chances. And that's for sure a point where you have to give this team some credit. And... And then we, we can only hope that uh, the other things are uh, that the the offensive part of the game is is evolving in the right uh, way as well. Yeah. So so we we mentioned him briefly earlier. I, I wanted to t- take a moment because Anna's. I know your your brother would uh, like us to talk about Clinton Antwi, who is on. Yeah, he just wrote me. He just wrote me a message, and uh, he wanted to greet you and you guys. And he said that that uh, we have to uh, sign with uh, Clinton Antwi. So. Uh... <laughs> From from what I've seen of him, he, look, he looks an absolute great prospect and all, almost this modern day fullback, as they call them. He, he's very good going forward. He's, he's very quick. He has got the defensive abilities, but more impo- I guess more importantly, or potentially more importantly, he's got that attacking impetus in him to, to run down the run down the line and, and really um, get in at them. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you know much about the, the transfer deal. I know it's a loan deal. I, I don't suppose FC Norsen are going to be in any hurry to, to part ways with him. I, I, actually, I, I really don't know. I haven't got a clue, but I agree that if 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 it's an option, SPS should go and uh, and sign the deal. I, I'm, I don't. Of course, the that there can be a limit if if the price is too high. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I, I guess. Yeah, and as I mean, you, you've you've been lucky enough to be in the stadium and, and see you in person. What what was what's your been, opinion been of um, Clinton Antwi when he's been playing? Yeah, the same as Jan just said, and and what we people are talking about that. I think he's great and he's uh, he's fighting and he, yeah I think he's one of our um, yeah shining stars and I hope that we can keep him I, I, I actually I don't know which conditions we have him on and I know he's on a loan but but not mm. for how long and do we yeah, have for, a, the, for, for the for the end of the season yeah but, but yeah. do we have a do we have an agreement for are we an option for buying or something I don't yeah, know that's what that's what announced. we don't know I, I think I think to be fair to, to a team like FC Norsen that they're, they're very good at doing that, aren't they? They're very good at stockpiling young players and, and then they send them out on loan to get the mm. get the, um, the the experience, as it were, and then they will blood themselves in their own first team and then hopefully yeah. sell them on for for a lot of money. Yeah. That's why they've got the right to dream academy and, and everything all the set up there, aren't they? Yeah, and that's uh, what what can make you nervous that uh, this isn't a, a deal that can go through because, as yeah. you say. And we look looks like a player who could play for Norseland in the future, and 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 yeah. also for bigger clubs. Yeah, he certainly does. But Jakob Anderson is also a, a player that we talked about quite a lot earlier in the uh, in in the previous podcast, and he's delivered with four goals this season. I, has he provided a, a focal point? For example, the last game where he sets up Kalko's goal, uh, I think that's uh, so. It's not it's not only about him scoring; it's also about him setting up his uh, teammates and. Um, I think uh, Jakob Angerson has been a big part of this uh, success that uh, SBR yeah. 
has no in, in this half season. So yeah, some might have wished for even more in the offense part from him, but um, I, I don't think we we can blame him anything. So I would give him a lot of credit for 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 this uh, for this um, second place in the first division. I, it's, yeah, a, it's a good it's, it's a good story, isn't it, Anders? In terms of obviously he, he he's a hometown boy, isn't he? He's SBA boy, so he's come back home now, and and he's um, he's doing really well. It's, it's a great story. Yeah, of course, of course, it's a, it's it's it always a great story when a, a local boy is coming back to his uh, his uh, old club and ending his career there. And even of course, it's it's a greater story when he does it with success. Because we have we have seen it before that, uh, for an example, Jesper Janssen, he went home for a couple of years ago, and and yeah, he was injured, and yeah, it, it wasn't that success, so so it was a bad ending. But this sounds, it looks like it will be a, I don't I don't I don't hope it ends now, but 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 no doubt about yeah. it, he's not this going is, anywhere else. This is a good. Yeah. This is a is one of the good player returns to his old club stories. Mm. Yeah. 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 We also had it with a ho ho uh, with a, uh, with Hansen Andreas, and he it was a great story. He went back and he had quite good success, but then it faded a bit out and it ended not good because of yeah, there was many things. But but this is one of the good stories until now. Yeah, I hope it will continue. Of yeah, course. the the problem with with the ho ho was that yeah he ended up uh, on the bench and uh, yeah. in his last game he wasn't even uh, sent on yeah. the bench, so nah. he couldn't get the. The, the cheers he deserved from the yeah. from the audience and he was also I, I, actually I can't remember how old uh, Angerson is but but he's a bit younger than Ho Ho was when Ho Ho yeah. returned yeah I think Ho Ho was uh, 33 and uh, Angerson is uh, yeah. 29 so uh, yeah. yeah there's um, more years in him probably but uh, yeah on the other side uh, Angerson plays on, on, on the wing and uh, he um he needs a bit. He he needs his pace more than Ho Ho did on the central yeah. midfield. Yeah, yeah. It obviously helps the feel good factor when you've got a local boy doing really good and, and the run that SB are on at the moment. Yeah. In a way, I guess it, it's kind of bad timing coming to the Christmas break or, or the winter break, as you will, because now SB won't play until the fourteenth of February. I think that's right. And that will be that will yeah. mark exactly a year until I last came was able, yeah, able to fly would, out there, wasn't it? So. I, I should I should I should just say that uh, the 14th of February you was here and we was watching Esbjerg uh, against Copenhagen, right? Mm-hmm. Was it Copenhagen? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. The, we won one zero. Yeah, and it was a great match. Johnny Kalko hit the bar, didn't he, with a penalty? Um, yeah. Hmm. But 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 we scored. Very, I think it was quite early on. Oh, no, was it before four half time? Was it? I can't remember now. I can't. I, yeah, I can't remember. remember. I can't remember much from the match. So <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a good night. That was. That was a. Good it was night, a good night. Sure just both uh, the match and before and after the match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Right? Yeah, and, and something I can only dream of of these days. Anders, can I ask? When was the last time you were able to get into the stadium? When you were picked, say, we should able to go to a game? What, what was the last game you saw at Blue Arena? Uh, it was Vidor. Yeah, we lost to Vido. I was at the I was at the stadium. It wasn't good. Oh, so that was twentieth of October. Yeah, I was there, but I have been there for a win afterwards. I think it's the Skive match or something around two one. Yeah, two one. Yeah, I was there. That yeah, in the in November, I was there. Yeah, I'll, I'll go see. When was the last time you were at the Blue Water Arena? Can you remember? No, well, I, I was there in September against against the Crew. Probably got, went there later again. Actually, I find yeah, that's Kuh, what I, uh, one no. 
what what I'm talking about. Okay, so going on on the stadium, usually you want to go there to get a different experience than you can get from sitting back home. But yeah, nowadays, as it is at this moment where there's no there's no audience on the stadium, you don't get anything special from from going there other than freezing your your yeah. <laughs> You, you, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you beep off. But, so actually, I found it hard to find the motivation to to go there. And so, I mean, when you're watching on the TV at home, because obviously I, I I only occasionally get the Danish coverage through a, a a very legal stream, I must say. But you know, did you get the the artificial crowd noise still, or did you get the option to? I'm not. I'm not sure. I think it's off at this moment because uh, the, after they let in 500. Uh, for each game, they mm. there was some noise at the stadium. So yeah, I think uh, they turned it off. So so the reason I say that is is that I actually mm. quite enjoy um, turning off the fake noise and being able to hear the, yeah. the players shouting and the manager shouting. So it actually frustrates me when you get commentators and, and pundits and yeah, and we're coming to pundits and commentators in a bit talking 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 shit, shall we say? Um, fill it, fill in, fill in the space where, where I'd much rather be able to hear the manager or the coaching staff shouting yeah. to the players and structure like that because that that feels like I'm in at the stadium. It, it gives me a feel of realism to the game. I've always quite enjoyed that. That's why I go and watch a lot of non-league football and, and semi-professional football because you can feel that sort of connection. So is is that not a positive to take from 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 all this? That's a long shot, Luke. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it positive, mate. I tried. Come on, yeah, give me something. Really reaching out. You're reaching out. <laughs> so uh, a small, a small positive there. Hey, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah but it, it sometimes it's like being at a yeah match in the, the second or third division or something like that because of the because yeah. of yeah the sound you can hear every conversation on the field and yeah one for the football purist maybe should we say yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but but Jan, you were lucky enough to to interview Oliver recently yeah he, he was uh, sitting in his hotel uh, waiting for um, yeah waiting for the flight back home to Iceland so he um, yeah he had some time and um, I called him and talked to him about uh, this half season and um, as we as we just touched earlier on in, in this podcast, we we spoke a lot of about, about this um, situation where maybe Espia hasn't been playing what you can call the best football, but they have got the points. And at the same at the same time, when you watch when you watch the games on on television, when you watch the games on on, on television, you can hear the commentators. I just have to mention Jesper Tusen, who is. Uh, Who's, who's been uh, after? Uh, so has been hard on on SBR, uh, Jesper Tusen, who, who who's been saying that that Silkeborg has been the best playing team in the first division, and that he he finds it hard to explain why SBR uh, has got the points they have. And in the in this situation, I have to mention that Jesper Tusen is an old Silkeborg player as well. Yeah, and, and so, he don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not Anna. I, I don't know about that, but he he, he used to play for Singapore. So yeah. so I mentioned that, I mentioned this for 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 Wulofu and he said he's tired of almost having to feel ashamed of 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 uh, of winning a football game and mm. and 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 even after getting three points, having to comment on something negative. And um, I can I can I can understand that because when you look at and how many points SBI has have gone. Have got in this half season a point average. The point average is uh, two point four per game. 
in this half season. And back in 2011, 2012, they, they set the record for the, for the league, the first division at the moment. And, and it was 2.5 points in average per game. So they almost perform as well as the record breakers from 11. And still they have to hear on the, 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 the negatives um, from the surroundings. Uh, so I can understand why Olafur uh, has a hard time uh, with that. On the other side, the SBI hasn't scored as many goals and as they did back in 11, 12. And, but again, 1.8 goals in average per game is, is the same as uh, the General Lamas uh, first division team that mm-hmm. uh, went up. So, uh, yeah, the statistics made, tells uh, the story of this season. And high, a high po- average point per game and uh, not so high uh, goal per game. So, so on, the, on the point of the criticism, do we think mm-hmm. that's, I mean, we, we touched on it briefly in the podcast before around you know, people having more access to social media and, and maybe able to express their views that way. But do we think there's also a level of expectation on SBA to be the team that is running away with the league? Because I think I sent you boys a um, an article earlier today, if you had a chance to read it. I put it through Google Translate. And I think it was telling me that there was almost an expectation on SBA because of the, the high wages and, and the high turnover and the high value of the squad mm. that they should be at the top of the tree. Is, yeah, is, yeah. is that maybe where the pundits are coming from? And also the memory we have, as uh, not only as... Um, as the commentator's memory of, of the football in, in the Danish football, but also the, the, the FB fans, the supporters' memory. We remember Martin Brathwaite in the first division. We, we, rem- we remember Søren Rex and uh, Jesper Lange and, and players like that. We remember uh, Frederik Berlund, Demba Nuren. So what we, we remember is players performing outstanding. And so, so I said that to uh, Olaf as well. And he said, "Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm always up against the the ones who have who has been here before me." But uh, then he said, "You also have to to find out how picky can you be as a football fan at the moment. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though I want to drive a Maserati or a Ferrari, maybe I don't have the money for it, or maybe I don't. I'm not going somewhere where it's it's uh, suitable. Maybe I'm going off road, and I shouldn't. So." Yeah, I think that an analogy is actually pretty good. Exactly, yeah. actually reminds me of, uh, and if you remember Ian Holloway as the Premier League manager, he managed Crystal Palace. He also managed Blackpool for a bit as well. Um, there was there was a great interview uh, moment where he was talking about ugly wins. I think mm-hmm. he he made the analogy of going to the nightclub, and yeah. um, at, at the end of the night, uh, you you you've you've picked the. Um, the girl, which perhaps isn't isn't the most attractive, but you've got a home, you know, you've you've, you've done the job, and you've got the three points <laughs> to the bag, and and that's all that matters at the end of the day, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's how I work. <laughs> <laughs> if Anas is uh, is is gonna have success with the with, with the girls from now on, either Luke, you have to edit this part out, or Anas, yeah, 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 yeah. Anas, you have to hope that they don't hear the podcast. Yeah, I, don't, I hope the, my fingers crossed they don't hear the podcast. But Jan, can I ask you, were there any talks of January plans and transfer plans in terms of the winter break? No, we didn't uh, touch that point, but okay. early on in, in December, I wrote a, a piece about where I interviewed Brent Knussen, the director, about the sale of the club. And yeah. uh, he said that for 
the players returned after the winter break, he expected the club to be sold. So, no. Okay. And, and that's not... Okay, so mm-hmm. now I'm saying he expected the club to be sold, and that's not truly... That's not completely true, but because we're not talking about a sale of stocks here. We're talking about... I don't know how to explain it in English, but they put out, out more stocks. Yeah. So the existing stockholders are not going to sell their stocks to to a new owner. Yeah. They're just putting out more stocks and in that way a new investor can be found and the new investor can be the can can get the majority of the stocks in the club yeah. and and therefore be the new owner in so that's very interesting and, and we're, we're getting close now so yeah he still hopes to uh, to close the deal before they're coming back home from the winter break so um, yeah do any do any of you have any ideas who it could be just uh, you Luke? Luke you're going to Luke. buy it <laughs> <laughs> If only, mate. Then, then, then I can obviously travel to Denmark for business reasons, so I can attend the games. So, uh, so that would be nice, wouldn't it? But, um... Oh, so, uh, so you're not hoping for a, a Russian owner? I want a skybox, mate. I don't care who it is. I want a skybox. <laughs> <laughs> We can. Uh, I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll uh, put some money in it too, if you want to. <laughs> Good news for us here, though, that, that obviously this uh, this will continue, and also we hope that will happen obviously during the transfer window. So if any activity were to take place, we can strengthen the squad. But that's a good point, actually. Anders, can I ask you if you wanted to strengthen any part of the squad, if if you had an unlimited budget in in uh, in January, where would you want to where would you want to start strengthen? I would uh, make a, a contract with uh, Clinton, Andy, and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh shit! I don't know. So one, so we, if we could bring one player in, uh, I would, or strengthen I would bring one a, position. Yeah, I would. I would. I think maybe I will fly um, Rudy's family up here, so he don't have to go back to. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Actually, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I would. I would give a contract to Clinton, but I don't know actually what else. No, no, Anas, Anas, you're allowed to bring in a new player. Yeah. Oh, then I would buy. Uh, is Martin almost finished in Barcelona? Yeah, and we can uh, make... <laughs> he, he, he actually he missed the penalty tonight, so they only yeah, I saw that. got I saw that got a draw. They got a draw. One, one, oh, shit. So. Yeah, and he also uh, I saw that uh, he scored a goal, but it was uh, it was disallowed uh, because yeah, of offside. Because of yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how about so, you then, Jan? If, if there was one area you could strengthen, would you would you choose a Martin Braithwaite or a striker yeah. to go up, uh, yeah. up alongside Ben Yarsen? Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's what I would do. I think there's no point in in getting a better defense in in the, in the first division. This this is a this is a good defense in the first division. Actually, I think this would would be an a great defense in the Super League as well. So um, if uh, if Austin's age isn't too high and Conboy can keep his legs uh, together, the midfield actually it looks quite quite good as well with the uh, Kauko as the I would say the best player in the division, Kauko. On his, mm. um, on his diet. Yeah, Strunk is looking better and better, it's and um, both Becko and uh, Lesha has has, has a, a a high a high um, what do you call it um, where where you don't they don't they never really perf- perform bad this potential stuff. yeah so um, so yeah what what we need is a, is a, is a, a new striker mm. okay Jakovenko should be a good striker in the first division. I don't know about Pianason yet. Um, what we've seen, is, it has been 
ups and downs, mm. but but an, a different kind of striker than the two. But they're, they're a lot alike. So so Martin Brathwaite would be ideal. Dauda could be mm-hmm. an option as well if we had the money. I was actually just looking. I mean, not on strikers, but I was actually just looking out of interest today. Um, what what Kazara is doing. No, I don't think he's played a game since he left his loan uh, spell at Espia. He went, went back to Kozara, um, K- K- the Polish bloke. Um, he came mm-hmm. in on, on loan, didn't mm-hmm. he? He was, uh, played like left wing, didn't he, for mm-hmm. a bit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there's so many players that, 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 that are out there in terms of quality players, because I thought he was one of the shining lights last season. In terms of obviously yesterday that he yeah. relegated, he, he was brilliant in terms of set piece delivery, pace down the wing, and, and ball delivery and things like that. And you think he goes back to a French League Two club and hasn't played a game? You got to think, wow, you know that that's amazing in terms of how many players are out there that that, that, that a club like Espio could 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 you know potentially pick up. Um, yeah, which is good, you know, good good sign, I guess. Yeah, that that's that's the good part uh, for the clubs because uh, the players are. There are more players available, I think, at, at the moment like this. The bad part is the clubs are the clubs are not uh, earning any money because they, mm. so so that also explains why there's a lot of players on the market. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look I, at Bar- look at Barcelona for example. They they, they have to be- go on, go on their knees and beg the players to go down in in wage and. On the on the other side, they're talking about getting Neymar. I, this, <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy world. Well, yeah. that, that's a, that, I mean, that, that, I mean, obviously going off on a bit of a tangent, but that's a crazy move for me. I, I never understood why Neymar went to PSG. I, obviously, for the money. I mean, because yeah. they, they were highest paying. But in terms of your professional development, in terms of being the best you can be, why, yeah. why would you go to? I mean. I, you wouldn't go to the French League one if you were that good, would you? You want to test yourself in the league or, or, or the Premier yeah. League or or the Bundesliga. You know, you want to be the best you could be. Um, I, guess, I guess that's where it comes down to the players' individual personalities as well and what they want from the game. Yeah, but but on the other side, if if Neymar went to PSG and and made them uh, win Champions League, he would have uh, made history. But yeah, as you see today, uh, Thomas Tuchel has been fired and. Um, yeah, although he has won the league two two years in a row, so yeah, it's a it's tough business this uh, this football game. Right. So it, it seems there is uh, perhaps a, a bigger name uh, manager out there on the on the on the horizon. Maybe Pochettino. Who knows? You know, it'll be confirmed. John Lamas is uh, John Lamas is coming. <laughs> <laughs> John John Lamas is is due to return to Espia one day, mate. I'm sure of it. it yeah, it, it's written. So... It's written somewhere for the romantics for the football romantics. It's written somewhere that he will return. <laughs> Yeah, anyone anyone knows what he's doing at this uh, these days? Has he ever got another job? I don't, I don't believe so. Anders, I don't know if you can. According to the Wikipedia, he has no uh, no 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 clubs right now. That's um, that, that's uh, pretty crazy, isn't it? Because when he stopped in Espia, he said, "Oh, I would love to have another job," and uh, I'm also looking for jobs. And then, like, he almost uh, made a, a statement uh, for the clubs to come and get him. And he yeah. made SBA win bronze medals, and still he hasn't got a job. Um, it's, it's almost hard to believe. Yeah, it is. It's hard to believe. His last uh, club was SBA, and where he was fired in September yeah. 2019. So, yeah. The last thing I can find I can find about him is that he is, was going to France to uh, have a vacation. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Yeah, oh, yeah, actually, I, I a nice think... holiday. Eh? <laughs> yeah, a long, long holiday. 
<laughs> he's he's stranded there because of the corona. Yeah. Enjoy it, John. Yeah. Guys, can you confirm to me? Is it the top two now that go up automatically and the bottom two from the Super League go down? Is that correct? That's correct. So, so, but... so I was looking at the fixtures because I saw SBA play Viborg on the second to last game of the season before the more the promotion round, obviously, because there's only six games left. I was going to say that may, may be the title decider, but obviously then you play Viborg another, another two times. Um, so who knows, who knows what's going to happen before. But is the top two going up automatically? Isn't there? A, isn't only number one and then number two is playing um, against? No, no, the... no, 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 okay. no, no, not not this okay. season. So it's, uh, it's back to Great. normal, if you can say it like that. Uh, yeah. On, but but the top six teams are are playing two games against each other. Where, yeah. When... How do you feel about that, boys? Because I'm I'm looking back. I'm thinking back to the last time that SBO were promoted from from Division One, obviously through mm-hmm. the two-legged playoffs. Do we yeah. not feel? Playoffs is a bit more of a dramatic and romantic way to go up, or, or would you just would be happier with the top two teams? Because I think there's a seven point gap between SBO in second and, and the third place team at the moment, anyway. Yeah, um, there's a seven seven points to Silgebo on the third place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so what, what would you prefer? All static promotion or playoffs? More, that's a bit more to it than that, Luke, because what we had before was I remember asking you why you start why you started following the Superliga. Yeah. yeah. And you told me about the new way the league was uh, set together, uh, the new system. Uh, and today, I, I still can't believe that the clubs went away from the 14-team Superliga and back to 12 teams in the league and the playoffs and all that. I, actually, I, I like the playoffs. Uh, I do. In, the, in this first division, where that uh, okay, I, I I can see that the top six in the first division now that's it's a it's quite interesting. They get two games against each other, but yeah. the bottom six that's that that must be like the team on the seventh place. They they can't go down, so they have a half a season without anything to play for. Not mm-hmm. even a, not even matches against the best teams. So yeah, this structure I don't get it. I would I would love to have the the the, the structure with one. One team getting relegated, and uh, two teams playing against the the first division playoffs. teams, yeah, yeah. in playoffs. Um, but I think the Superliga is t- is too small. I think the percentages of teams going down from the Superliga is the highest percentages in, in in Europe. And if you want to have a league that develops talents, you should allow teams to to give talents the chance and the Superliga yeah. doesn't. How many yeah. how many teams do you think would be uh, good for the Superliga then? Yeah, yeah. I think 14 is uh, as as we had it a couple yeah. of years ago was mm. almost ideal. Yeah, for for in SBS case a couple of seasons they 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 managed to to survive because of that in the Superliga. Yeah, and I should I think there should be room in the Superliga a room for SBA in the Superliga. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, like you say, Jan, I mean, that's something which first attracted me to watching Danish football when I was mm. uh, lazily sitting on my uh, my sofa one Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, just flicking through the channels and flicking through uh, the streams which I could find. And I, I stumbled across the, the, the Superliga in mm-hmm. 2017, it would have been, I think it would have been then. And I yeah, did my research, like the footballing nerd that I am, and found out about this playoff system. And that gri- gri- gripped me so much so that, you know, I, I, I now watch the elite Syrian in and in, in, um, in Norway in terms of their playoffs and the playoff system just just makes football for me. I mean, 
because when you have one game that everything rides upon, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to love that. You've got to love that emotion. You've got to love the chance. You've got to love everything, the, the romanticism which comes with, with that game that, you know, you're going to that game knowing that you're either going to leave full of beer and, and really happy and going out yeah. to party that night or, or you're going home to have a few more beers and, and sit in a very depressed state. <laughs> um, <laughs> remember, remember Fulham against Brentford last year. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, th- I think the playoff system should come back. I, I think that that's great. And, and obviously in the Super League, obviously you've still got the European playoffs, which which is exciting for right, depending on what the, the cup result is or but, who's in the cup final. But but look, don't you think, as I said, that the risk of going down, of getting relegated, is too big? If if you have a twelve league oh, oh, a league with yeah. twelve teams, definitely yeah yeah I mean I I think for sure you need it to be fourteen at least fourteen fourteen fifteen teams let's see that was that was good boys thank you very much the six pointer podcast. Uh-huh.